I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, one two. two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, today, unfortunately, I've got another bad story about someone losing a lot of money to a sophisticated social security fraud. Well, how much did this victim lose? She lost $30,000. That's terrible. How did this happen? Well, it started, as many of these scams do, with a phone call at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, a time when many people, if they're like me, are just getting up and maybe not fully with it and more vulnerable. So very true. And this call started in a very scary fashion. The caller claimed to be from law enforcement, and he informed our victim that she was going to be arrested, that there was a criminal complaint with 23 counts filed against her. Ooh, that would be a frightening wake-up call at 7 a.m. in the morning. And our victim was shocked and somewhat panicked. She said, I'm a law-abiding citizen, and she wanted to know what the charges were for. So the fraudster told her they were for things like drug running, trafficking in drugs, and money laundering. Did any of that make sense to her? No, it really didn't. She was completely taken off guard, and she protested that she had never engaged in that kind of behavior, that she didn't have any kind of criminal history. The, quote, agent seemed to consider this for a while, and he put her on hold. He came back saying that they'd run a rap on her and they realized she was not the kind of person who would be running drugs and perhaps there was some mistake. And what happened next? Well, he then asked Leverly if she had ever been a victim of identity theft and she said she had about eight years ago. So the agent assured her that this probably explained all those charges that somebody else was using her identity. He then changed his tone and asked her if she'd be willing to help law enforcement. He explained that they were trying to set up a sting to catch these crooks, and could she help them? That's diabolical. And how did she react to that? Along with this, he also told her a story about an abandoned car near the border of Mexico with blood in the car, and that the car had been used for drug trafficking and money laundering. Now... This was a typical story that these social security scammers use, but it was an unfortunate piece of information for this victim because she remembered that her deceased husband had once taken a car to Mexico and given it away. So she was now convinced that this was probably that car, that they had traced it back to her so that this agent was legit. So it made his story all the more believable. What a piece of bad luck. So true. Anyway, she decided that she wanted to help law enforcement, and the scammer told her that they needed cash to catch these crooks, and she could get the cash for them by going to various stores and buying gift cards. And they, of course, were going to pay her back once she'd gotten all of the cash. He directed her where to go. He said, first go to your bank and take out some cash, then go to Target, Albertsons, and Vaughn's and get gift cards. And she also went to the Apple store and got 10 cards for $1,000 each. So, Patty, these scammers kept her on the phone running around to various places until 7 o'clock that night. Gosh, she must have been totally exhausted. They kept her on the phone for 12 hours? 
That's right. And each time she got a gift card, the scammer had her read off the number to him. So he was able to immediately access the cash. And of course, the scammer promised her that an agent would be at her home the next day, first thing in the morning, to give her a cashier's check for $30,000. Boy, I'm afraid to ask the next question. What happened the next day? Well, of course, there was no agent with a cashier's check. Instead, there was another phone call from the so-called agent with another request, this time for more cash, and he suggested that she get this cash off of her credit cards. Well, at that moment, she must have realized she'd been scammed. Absolutely, and what a terrible realization that it was. What did she do? She was actually pretty smart. She immediately called Target's fraud department to see if maybe she could get some of her money back. Remember, she'd put some of the money on Target gift cards. So this story has some possible good news. Target told her that according to their records, not all of the cards had been cashed. So there was a chance she could get some money back. Well, that's not something we often hear. I really hope they were able to help her. So do I, Patty, and I have not heard from her, but there is something to be learned from this, and that is if you call the store immediately and ask for their fraud department, maybe, just maybe, there might be something they can do. Well, that's good advice, Vicki. Thank you so much for letting us know that. And now, this has become the favorite part of the show. I love that we're warning people about all these bad things, but at times it can be kind of sad for people. So share your good news. Okay, well, this is another bulletin from the Department of Justice, and here's the headline, Massive International Fraud and Money Laundering Conspiracy Detailed in Federal Grand Jury Indictment that Charges 80 Defendants. The short story is there was a grand jury indictment charging 80 defendants with various online fraud schemes, including business email compromise frauds, romance scams, and schemes targeting the elderly. They figured that these schemes resulted in fraudulent transfer of at least $6 million and that the overall conspiracy was responsible for the attempted theft of at least an additional $40 million. So they do occasionally catch up with these crooks and that's why it is so important if you are scammed or if you know about a scam to report it to the FBI at ic3.gov. I as in ICE, C as in CAT, the number 3.gov. Thank you for that, Vicki. It does give us some hope that there is some justice for some of these scammers. Would you share your fraud hotline number so people can get a hold of you if they're worried that someone they care about or themselves may have fallen victim to a scam? Of course. My phone number, this goes directly to my office, is area code 805-568-2442. And I'll repeat it, 805-568-2442. And remember, everyone, after airing on KTMS 990, shows are posted online at hub4podcasting.com, and you'll see a large graphic that says Scam Squad in there. You'll see all sorts of shows that you can listen to. So, Vicki, thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye-bye. 